Hello, good people, and welcome to episode five of season nine. And unlike last week, yes, I did have to ask what the hell the number was. But we did it off. We did it offline. I know. Like, I know. It's, it's, like, it's, like it's, it's you didn't actually like have to bring it up. <laughs> like, well, you know, I mean, it wouldn't well, be professionally. Us, right? Implies you get paid for this. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about that as well. <laughs> so we have a very, very full table today, and uh, uh, obviously standard around a very small microphone. Um, obviously, I'm Chris Shorten. I'm joined by Ben Wilson. Hello. I'm joined by Paul Christoph. Good evening. I'm joined by Carl Campbell. Greetings. I'm joined by Leon Perkin. Ahoy, Wayne. And Jeffrey Chitty. Evening. And I know I I guess we've had six people, but we've no, we would we've had six people before, but it's usually not as organised as this. Yeah, and I think we were sort of this this is probably this is more people than we had for than we had for the hundredth episode. We mm, were expecting mm. a, <laughs> a cast of millions. Yeah. That's right. So Damn hangovers. Ben's looking a bit like a king, the head of the table. Then. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> like a boss. Although in, though in saying that, Leon, you're staring down at the other end of the table. I know, but, that... but he's a bit more daunting than I <laughs> He's also got the um, the kind of classic mug style beer glass, which... It, it is true. He looks like he means beer. Yeah, and, and the downlight directly mm, above his head. Positioned perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, of course, I should point out that it uh, is Sunday... And it's a Sunday after the grand final, uh, the AFL Victorian grand final, but the Sunday before or the hour before the NRL grand final. And so naturally, it's at that peak point, it's at that sweet point where that you know everyone is just a little bit um, um, tender, but they're good enough to be sit- sitting upright. But it's all going to change again once the NRL one kicks off. Yeah, I mean, tomorrow will kind of be a repeat of this. Mm. Well, hopefully not a full repeat of this morning. I don't think I really need to pull in a repeat. I think mm. I threw my back out like when I, <laughs> when I was like, uh, mm. yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> so one of the reasons why we have six people here is because... as I'd, I'd say the beers that um, we're going to be featuring today... <laughs> I think no one wanted to miss out on those ones. Yeah, pretty much. We found um, a day that synced up for everyone. Yeah. The first. I know, it's a bit weird. Um, because Paul was in the States... And he smuggled back in his bag three evil twin beers. Three evil twin biscotti break variants. Which is, I didn't know they existed, but everyone seems to think that they're cool. Are they cool? Yeah, well, the ones <laughs> I've tried are. <laughs> I'd say there's um, a little bit of hype around them, particularly the two barrel age ones and, and the West Book collaboration too. I mean, that those guys are massively hyped with the Mexican cakes. So I think all three of them will be pretty special. But, and of course, Evil Twin, if you're listening, hey, we like your work. So, I think we should start off talking a little bit about the States, because Leon was in the States earlier in the year, and he did a very similar trip, it seems, to what Paul did in some respects. I think yours was more similar to what Jeff and I did last yeah. year. Last year. Yeah, I... I think like it was interesting watching yours progress because uh, a lot of the places you managed to squeeze into yours were places I visited. But I think day to day, so many of these venues, depending on how busy they are or what you know what whether they've got some kind of a tap takeover or something going on, uh, you know the vibes in those venues change. So it'd be yep. interesting to compare stories, of course, um, to see what we mm. did and didn't like. But well, who wants to kick off, Paul? No, well, I'm just I'm, I'm just scrolling back. It's involved a lot of scrolling back to figure out where I started. So it started with my two side quests, of course. Oh, what were your side quests? Because I had the interesting 28-hour trip to New York via Singapore and Frankfurt. Oh. So my aim was to have a beer in, like, three three cities in three continents over 24 hours. Oh, like I like you managed to do it. And I did like, it. I'm so, impressed. Yeah, had You've a few hours. dedicated. A few hours stop over in Singapore, went to Druggist's. And a contortionist from Magic Rock and a gay gondolier from Amaga Brigdus. That's another one to not be able to pronounce. Amaga. Amaga. Yeah, um, the, we'll just the, say Amaga. Yeah. Mm. You hear Amaga, Amiga. Yeah. Amiga. Yeah, I think so. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and then I found another place called The Beer Stall, which was just like while I was walking around because I had like half an hour to kill. Mm-hmm. Well, at least that I was pretty cool. the ambiguity there. Yeah, and then got a, got a Pilsner from the bar at Frankfurt Airport. Then That's right, because that was the real challenge. Was the yeah. real challenge. Yeah. And I actually had uh, basically 20 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> so you, you, you didn't have time to leave the airport. No. It was just a race over to the one place mm. you could get that yep. and then move on. Yeah, Unreal. that was good. And then, yeah, landed in New York, dropped our bags off and went straight to Other Half. Yeah. Which was um, probably my favourite of the all the breweries I went to, to be honest. Just mostly IPAs and mm. double IPAs and double dry hopped IPAs. It's 
what it's all about there and just a fantastic really cool space and just yeah a whole lot of winning beers it's the best way obviously to avoid jet lag to yeah. drink excessively it's heavy a lot of yeah. 4.5s and 4.25s on Hunter. yeah other half it's it's a real shame I didn't actually get there because I was leaving my trip to other half to the Saturday morning of their can release um, but <laughs> I had such a big night on the Friday night. I kind of slept through that morning and then kind of ran out of time and didn't actually get to other half, which is a massive regret. But at the same time, drunk like a lot yeah. of their beer around town yeah. and different pubs and a few cans that I collected along the way. So all in all, I got a good experience, but I am a bit jealous of that one. <laughs> See, I, I just think it's a reflection of the beer culture where that we kind of um, think to ourselves, yeah, yeah, I know I'm a foreigner in a, um, a strange city, but God damn it, I'm going to schedule all of my time around making sure I'm there for a can launch. But it's really easy to try to schedule your time when you're, you know, a couple of coffees deep, sober, <laughs> organised, feeling healthy. Yeah. But when you're amidst the chaos that you've created for yourself, that's when trying to actually figure out how to use your time and balance it and get from one place to the next and mm. actually actually leave a place because you, you might give yourself an hour and a half at a venue and you just then, get excited like, yeah and you're yeah, like well I want to stay here all day or you meet a lovely local that mm. kind of like you're like well hang on is the grass greener on the other side I'm loving <laughs> yeah, the time that's here. the challenge isn't it yeah. you've got to say it. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. leave like because yeah. well, well, the thing is like we're all we're all like we had the, the episode about planning pub crawl so we're all mm. well versed with the principles of planning pub crawl and so you know whenever I go to a city like yeah there'll be times there'll be <laughs> walking times there'll be schedules but yeah it's very easy just to go you know yeah am I better off like ditching the next spot spending another hour here trying the other you know 12 beers that, that I want yeah. to try and stuff like mm-hmm. that like you know it's, 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 it's a tough one and also I think for Paul and I because we brought our like you know wives and partners along that the next variable there is like you know what 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 else do they have do they have good wine cheese boards and things like that that are going to be good for not just the the beer snob that just wants to sit there and so yeah. I think I think figuring those things out as well is a challenge mm. so, yeah what's close to you know good shopping or yeah <laughs> well, like, like, luckily my partner is a craft beer drinker so yeah. I, don't, I don't understand what you're talking yeah. about no, I don't have this problem she is she was loving it but I think like you know my stamina for for sure. drinking a yeah. lot of craft beer a yeah. lot of days and spending a mm. lot of time doing that is my tolerance is a lot higher my <laughs> is a lot deeper so well we're, yeah we're the additional challenge because lauren hates craft beer yeah <laughs> and it's sort of trying to find you know whenever you'd find a venue where it was either oh like well the the brewery staff would often or the staff behind the it'd bar, be like a challenge for them. Say, oh you don't yeah. like beer well try, try this yeah try that yeah just haven't had something you like yeah. yet <laughs> so she's gonna hate it they're like no no and then she'd hate it but it mean i'd get like a few extra beers to try just <laughs> <laughs> pretty much everywhere i love that it becomes a challenge for them it's like yeah. we're the one we're the brewery that's going to convert you you know it's, it's pretty fun yeah so i think the closest we got was um there was bear republic Oh yeah, in uh, Hillsburg, yep. we went there and they had a. Um, it's just taken me a whole lot of time to scroll to the uh, <laughs> correct sections here. So we're still in New York. Yes, I remember that night. <laughs> Interborough, another fantastic. Yeah, Interborough, because yeah, we, fantastic one. Yep, I checked them out. Also, they do really good spirits. Yep, they yeah, which absolutely. I did not get to try. They actually, mm. I think they call themselves like uh, Interbrewery and Distillery. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, correct, yeah. But yeah, the um, so yeah, Russian River. Yeah. That's that's yeah. When you're scrolling past Russian River, you know it was a good trip. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you go the full paddle again this time, Russian no. River? No, you're more selective. Well, no, I mean, because because the thing is, you know, Russian River, like their their good stuff is good, but actually a lot of their stuff is wasn't actually that yeah. exciting. Like it's, yeah, yeah. It's not. I don't want to use the word forgettable, but I think like a lot of their styles are very much, you know, uh, indicative of that style, well brewed, um, but 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 kind of just like not as special and incredibly yeah. unique as some of their more famous beers correct yeah. so yeah this on the wild tartare so it's um a sour ale only four percent i think it was brewed in my memory serves me right brewed in 2014 and barrel age then bottled in 2015 and it was just we'd had the tartare the day before yeah and then went back the next day and they're like oh well we've got the wild tartare in fridges <laughs> Like, yeah. oh, yes, please. And Lauren had that. She said, "That's that's nice," mm. which was um, really surprising. And the other one was a. I'm a little freaked out by that. Was one of the Almanac beers. So I went to the tap yeah, room you, there. the Wild Red. You said the the yeah, Wild Red 2016. Again, she had yeah. that and was like, basically tastes like I, wine. I think Almanac, <laughs> they just manage fruit beers in like such a clever way. Yeah, they you know I think they're just they're very sort of clean 
barrel aging, you get, if, if they're wine barrel aged, you always get those like sort of wine sort of flavours mm. in there and the grapes and all the rest of it. So, yeah, I can see that. I can see a wine drinker liking Almanac a lot. Yeah, so it was impressive for it actually find, you know, two beers. Mm. Mm. There was some Brazilian one, I can't remember either, that I had at um, one of the places in New York, which you don't really see too many Brazilian beers here at no. all. No. But here, like Sao Paulo, and they've got a massive craft beer scene. <laughs> Well, don't, oh, you yeah. have, don't you have a craft beer following? Well, yeah, like it's our third most. That's right. Our third most popular city for our Instagram account is Sao Paulo. And I actually met up with um, Greg from Untapped mm. as well. Hey, and Greg. I, and I asked him if, you know, they'd noticed anything from Untapped, and he was like, "Yeah, like there's loads of Untapped users in Sao Paulo. Like they're it's really incredible. craft beer." So I'm like, "Yeah, that'd it's... that'd be a fun one to try, just because you know going to um, Brazil would be awesome for yeah. many reasons." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, not one that I guess has ever come to mind as being a place I'd want to go to for craft beer. Um, yeah. Look, if anyone um, running who is, has, like, an excessive amount of money in Sao Paulo wants to pay for us to fly over there, we'll be happy to accept. Uh, yeah, so some from the Brazilian football it. team. Yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. I, you know, think, Ronaldo or someone yeah, called yeah. Ronaldo, like <laughs> some dude wants to, like, yeah, it'd be awesome. It's the only right thing to do. I think so. I think so. Alright, so, I mean, it seems like you did the proper adventure in the States. Yeah, I think it's, it's just that usually the same thing where it, no matter how many times you go to the States or you know the fact, it's still difficult mm. to get over the fact when you go there that there's just so much stuff. Yeah. Like, you go to yeah. a bar that's not a craft beer bar for a completely non-beer related reason and you're like, oh, 10 amazing beers on tap and yeah. 50 mm. fantastic bottles. Yeah, absolutely. And and sometimes, you know, the, the places that no one suggests that... Uh, you sort of just swing into maybe for a feed might have a crazy tap takeover like that happened to me when I was in LA and um, no one suggested this bar it's, it's sort of a burger bar called Stout Stout Burger and they um, they Stout Burger something like that they but they they have you know they have uh, like something like one or two in LA and then they've got some in um, Seattle and I think maybe San Francisco I might be wrong mm. but we just dropped in there and um, they had like a you know, Allagash sour takeover and all sorts of like all these crazy Allagash sours on that no one had, no one suggested this place. So, I mean, sometimes you get that. Yes. You know, it's, you it's, always it's have to little... stop yourself from researching yeah. too much. Yep. Because, yep. Absolutely. Otherwise you, just, you don't leave any flex time mm. for you to mm. like just find yeah. random and you, things. And you want to yeah. yeah, yeah. have fun. Yeah. Well. And you don't want to be holiday. disappointed by, by hype as well because hype can be like, the biggest well, most frustrating thing well that was going to be my big question you know because you go to, go to these places and you're kind of overwhelmed with the things but then what was there's got to be a disappointment here i mean there's got to be i mean to me when i was in the states the disappointment was rogue because i just felt it just mm. felt sad to me um i kind of when i was in portland i sort of just didn't bother with rogue i think it was just um too much else Mm. in my face that Rogue just didn't really even though I was across the road from mm. Mm. Cascade when I was there I just mm. didn't bother with it yeah, well, when, when we went to Rogue we weren't allowed oh, that's to drink because right. oh, yeah. we didn't have our passports on us and the guy's like oh no you need like, mm. you know, you're foreigners you need passports Yeah. and then we spoke to our friend's friend who mm. like works for the government as a lawyer and she's like no that like, that's bullshit yep. as long as you had an ID mm. which yeah. is you know, every single other time I've been yeah. anywhere in America, they've asked for ID. My Melbourne driver's mm-hmm. license is fine. So yeah. we didn't actually go, but we did go to Rogue in Newport. Yes, So the right. actual Rogue. Like yeah. the OG one. And that yeah, is yeah. cool. So yeah. you go to both, yeah, the brewery. So yeah. it's this, you can imagine, a massive brewery. Yeah, And you definitely. go upstairs and they've got this bar and that's yeah. really cool. And then you go to the, yeah, the original bar, which was yeah. like, you know, the brewery in the 80s or whatever. Yeah. And that's really cool. And they've got stuff you can only get there. Yeah. And it's got a completely awesome. different... Mm-hmm. Mm. And it's good that yeah they do have different like sort of you know seasonal stuff at the different bars. So it's not like you know it's, yeah. like, it's, it's kind of and and Brewdog did a similar in the UK as well. You know if you yeah. go to the different Brewdog bars, they usually have different one-off stuff or different takeover stuff and things. But I mean, that, and this is a good example of um, finding things like when we couldn't get into Rogue in we went to Ten Barrel, Ten Barrel. Road, which was awesome. It was unbelievable. Like that that you know up mm. on that awesome balcony and yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah I had a similar, vaguely similar story when I was in. Seattle, um, I had a friend that used to live in Seattle. He's uh, a brewer um, at Bodrigi. Uh, and he said to me, oh, you've got to go check out this place called the Pine Box. It's kind of like Seattle's Carwin Cells. So yeah. I, it was like, you know, first on the radar, like, you know, uh, 
day out and doing touristy stuff. All right, let's go to the Pine Box. Um, so we, we, we marched up there and like got to the door and the guy's like, oh, you know, do you have your passports and ID? And I'm like, yep, no worries, passports, ID. Oh, no, sorry. Um, you're, you have to live in the state to enter. And I said, what? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm like, wow. what do you mean? Like, th- like, yeah, you have to live in the state. That's to not a law. That's get in. And I'm yeah. like, what is this law? And it's like, look, the, the guy at the door was like, look, that's just what the manager told me. Um, and that's what I'm enforcing. So unfortunately, wow. you can't come in. And I sort of tried to plead my case. I was like, look, I had a friend that used to live here. He used to come here religiously. He now lives in the same city as me in Australia. Um, he told me to come down here. So I'm kind of documenting things. Um, still wouldn't get in and yeah definitely left a little frustrated because I was also told prior to to that when I was down at Cloudburst Brewing from a guy oh you've got to go up to Pine Box and try such and such a Mm. beer so that that even enhanced my excitement so yeah it was a disappointing Mm. one but you know these things happen and you live and learn and like I've told a few people about that and and just I guess you just warn people that that could happen yeah Mm. The good thing is there's no shortage of yeah you know, exactly. oh, well, well, no exactly <laughs> around the corner I think we just we went somewhere else and you find one of those yeah. random places yeah. that has a ta- oh, yeah. takeover mm. or something yep. and yeah. the only reason that happened was because yeah. you know, something shit happened mm. earlier so yeah exactly so you're just good with the bad and yeah you just, just got to accept yeah. it but I, don't, but I don't think I had any certainly this trip I can't think of any disappointments as such mm. even beers I think the, probably one of the things I did well first I doing when I travelled was I would just go to a bar and I would just Say, oh, those beers sound interesting. But you find out you're actually just drinking a whole bunch of, yeah, oh, another IPA, yeah, another yeah. pale. Mm. So now exactly. I was actually doing a bit of, you know, a bit of rate beer, quick little check of untapped to see what's on, mm. see what's on the list. So you kind of make sure you're really getting some. Yeah, capitalizing you know, on the quality and not just drinking, I think, like, you know, the notorious shelf turds, they call them over there, like, you know, <laughs> things you can just grab off the shelf. You're trying to seek out mm, the, yeah. the rare, interesting stuff that's really going to be like a... I've never heard the term shelf Haven't turds. Haven't you heard that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it, I don't know what to... I, I don't know whether I've been scarred now because I've heard this term or not. A lot of the time it's, it's in reference to beers that, you know... Uh, produced in a reasonable quantity and then put in fridges and in, in mm. on, on the shelf and essentially sit there for a long time gathering dust and mm. don't sell mm. as well and half the time i think it's called that because you know you might grab an ipa off the mm. shelf mm. and it's been there for three months two months or whatever and it's just a bit older than it should be doesn't taste as it maybe would it's a it's a seasoned veteran yeah, yeah. Well, we were having a conversation um, yesterday at the grand final thing about um, mm-hmm. unnamed venue that uh, had the Breaking Bud by Knee Deep and yeah. you know, they walked in oh, there. Oh, yeah. May, May 2016. May 2016, like, yeah. like the other day. <laughs> like, yeah. this, is, this, is not, this is not okay, right? Yeah. So. Then you see that people like on, on Beer Thread or one of the other things, they'll put up a post and they're like, oh, I had this, I think there was that really bad batch of Pliny that came in. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, this is like a terrible beer. And, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that that actually happened with the Treehouse beer, Treehouse Julius, I think recently. It's a, and and you know these bad batches come in and it's like, well, mm, you know, yeah. Belgian Beaver peanut butter. That was another. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was a, that was, yeah. was there was something wrong with the batch. But yeah, then yeah. I, I think that's why a lot of brewers don't want to yeah. get their beers out because mm. they yeah know that yeah. Well, that was that. Control. If you've read that Crafty Pine article, I think they were talking about that. Like the reason Russian River won't distribute here is just mm. because. Because can't control it. Yeah. yeah, you can't control the quality and then mm. everyone's rating it and it, suddenly mm. your beer becomes an average beer. It yeah. sort of ends up sitting somewhere like... And that's what they say, you know, Sierra Nevada. Like, if you go to Sierra Nevada Brewing and drink fresh at the mm. source, like, the flavours of those beers don't really taste like the ones we get several months later that have maybe spent too much time just sitting on the floor in boxes, mm. things like that. Mm. So... Beer world is a complicated place. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's fun, though. Mm. I think another, <laughs> well, I was just thinking of another story, sort of the, um, how we're saying you find, you know, different paths and you discover new places that are yeah. on the list. So for me, it was Bear Bottle yeah. in San Francisco. Yeah, it was yeah, one totally. of my favourite places. I'd not even yeah. heard of them. Yeah. And then I was just walking sort of down one of the main streets and just there was this place had its A-frame and it's like, ah, oh, fermentation lab, craft beers. It's like, mm-hmm. hmm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I went there, got a tasting flight yeah. and then the guy behind the bar, he's like, oh, you got to try this. You know, can this you know, strawberry milkshake yeah. IPA that from this they gave, gave me this can um yeah and do you want to try some I'm like okay yeah, they yeah. poured me a decent sized tasting and it was taster it was amazing and he's telling me that you know he used to work with one of the guys that's now the brewer there and told me about the brewery and I was like mm. oh yeah cool and yeah. you look it up and it's kind of like 
the equivalent of maybe going out to like Fort Northcote or something. Yeah, 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 know, yeah, yeah. Or, or Preston. You're like, oh, it's not really where I'd go. Yeah, but yeah, know, I cool. saw it on the map yeah. actually when you went there. It's not close. To it's not close. Anything. It's not convenient. You can't just walk by it as you're getting yeah. to another place. But yeah. it's only like a you know 20 minute taxi mm. from the yeah. center. So yeah, like yeah, screw it, go there. And it was really cool. Like yeah. lots of amazing beer stuff yeah. were really cool. Um, like ping pong tables and stuff it was just a yeah. really great space. And it sounds like a startup. Yeah. yeah, and would have yeah would have never even had known about it if it wasn't for just going into mm. a pl- ran another random place that wasn't on my list. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So everyone's glasses are empty. So I think we need to start on beer number one. And. Because it's strangely predictable that we promised something at the start of the episode and now we're actually delivering on it. Now we're going to drink the first of these fancy, fancy, fancy um, um, evil twin beers. And uh, I don't know what it is. Do other people know what it is? We do. Um, it's the... Uh, ben now has <laughs> the bottle. Imperial <laughs> Brunelli. Got you to pass it it's over. the Imperial Biscotti Bait Raspberry Umami. <laughs> so... Yeah, uh, obviously New York is the mm. home of Evil Twin Brewery. Mm-hmm. And Evil Twin has a special place in all of our hearts. Yep, um, seeing as we're evil. Mm. And obviously we're all twins. We're all twins, yeah. <laughs> Not brewers, though. Um, <laughs> well, ex- uh, Leon is actually a twin. but um, That's true. Yeah. But interestingly, it's, it's produced uh, and bottled... Are you the evil one? I don't think I'm the evil one. Um, <laughs> but that's what, someone, that's what the evil twin would yeah, say. Exactly. Um, so... <laughs> It's just so predictable. Like when yeah. you have one, it's like I don't know if anyone's watched um, Alien Covenant. Like at the end, when uh, no, yeah, it's, it's just like it's the whole like you know, there's two people who look the same, and the, the they think the good one was the winner of the fight, but even the, but in the end, oh no, the evil one won. <laughs> now you're all doomed. It's like oh, annoying. So cliche. From what I hear, that film was doomed from the beginning. It's <laughs> pretty doomed. <dumb. laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, so interestingly, this was actually bottled and produced and bottled for Evil Twin by Westbrook. So I didn't realise that. Oh, right. Okay. I didn't realise that they oh. did. So did they brew that there? Yeah. Is, okay, interesting. So they might have done multiple. This, this oh. already feels like a lesser beer. <laughs> so it's 11.5% 11, um, Imperial Stout Asian Oak Barrels with Raspberry added. So I went to the shop called uh, City, not City Beer Shop. Um, just, I think it's just good, no, City Beer Shop. I'll confirm that later. But anyway, it's a sh- <laughs> you go in there and it's, no, beer and beer, craft beer and cigar store. That's what it's called. So you walk in there and it's just like your typical, you know, deli slash corner store milk bar, but it's just craft beer and like mm. cigarettes and cigars. And and they have like six taps. Right. So on a counter okay. that looks like a, you know, news agency or something. It's, yeah, right. It's ridiculous. Okay. And the whole thing yeah, is the awesome. whole, the air con AC is like really high. Like Lauren's like, nah, I need to walk out. It's too cold in here. <laughs> mm. But they do it like that. So your beer doesn't get warm. Yeah, that makes sense. So they had all these yeah. fridges. So I was like, okay. This is where I got mm. these three from. But you're looking there and you're just like, uh, can I just like ship back a crate? <laughs> <laughs> it was so insane. Yeah. The guy there was really friendly. He's like, and gave me a few tasters from what was on tap while I was buying these beers. It was definitely, yeah, definitely a place I would have liked to have gone back to. I think of all the places I went to in New York, probably mm. had the best bottle selection of American beers. So I think that's another thing when you, when you've travelled quite a lot, you go to America, you want American beers. So you yeah. might go to a place yep. that has amazing bottle selection, but then you're like, ah, yeah. but, you know, mm. half of these aren't American beers. So it's yeah. great if you live here, but as someone who's visiting, I yeah. don't care too much about it. I know what you mean. It's mm. tricky because you, yeah. you can get caught up in that, oh, wow, you know, like this crazy Swiss beer that mm. we don't get in Australia that I really mm. want to try. But usually there's going to be that added premium cost-wise on top of that because they've had to obviously import it. So... Generally speaking, you probably are better to stick to, you know, the American rarities. You can get at a reasonable price and bring those back. And yeah. It kind of makes more sense, doesn't it? Well, I guess the obvious question is, have we actually sipped this? Not yet. I have. I've taken a couple of sips. I couldn't resist. <laughs> yeah. I've, already, I've already had several sips while you guys were talking. Um, it was convenient. It was um, definitely raspberries. Yeah, that was, that was my initial hit. Mm. Yeah, it's tasting like, like bitter... Raspberry dark chocolate, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, dark chocolate. yeah I'd agree with that. Mm. Like, if a cherry, right, 
had um, mm. raspberries instead of cherry. Yeah, but it, it yeah. definitely does. A raspberry ripe. Raspberry <laughs> yeah, that's, raspberry. A, that's a, just a great concept in itself. Mm. Come on, Why don't Cadbury. they call it that? Cadbury, yeah. if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, it's, again, like it's, yeah, really smooth for the alcohol, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, actually, what is the ABV in this? 11.5. Oh, fuck, I didn't realise that. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know it. No, no, no I, I think it's the raspberry. Well, no, 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 but no, no, no. If you, if you, if you have a brain, you think about it, you, you do know it because <laughs> that's what it will be. Like, it's, like gonna... it's an imperial stat. Mm. But still, there are sub... 10 there are, but this stuff. this yeah. this was not going to be a sub ten imperial snout though. Like this mm-hmm. is, you know. So I think you you, you need to think harder, Chris, and think you need to think harder. <laughs> so what do other people say about it? Um. So Jesse G, fingers bar and grill. That sounds so dodgy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so much raspberry completely overpowers everything, which is surprising to me. Not complaining. Raspberry dark chocolate, as Kyle just said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, four and a half. Donny O, no venue. Um, ripe, ripe fresh raspberry overwhelms everything that normal biscotti has but it's a really good raspberry porter and I don't even like raspberry yeah uh, Damien S at Zushi said uh, proper ET stout thickness what is ET stout thickness with a salty sweet combo that works very well where are the classic we- recipe descriptions on the bottle though yeah, well, that's what I was looking for when I got it and all I could find was because there's, yeah, there's like, that back label which we would normally br- have brewed at Westbrook mm. it's like well mm. that's you know nice to know but it don't help you I want to know more uh, Patrick these are usually $20 or something a bottle <laughs> got for $5 thinking it's probably gone bad but what the heck tastes pretty good to me like, <laughs> either obviously in America like mm. I mean yeah. this, this <laughs> I can see that happening that's frustrating Sure, Paul paid maybe six, seven. I think, yeah. <laughs> no, I think these were about 15, 16 each. Yep. Apart from the bourbon barrel one, which we're going to have, that was like 24. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense given that it's a, <laughs> yeah, mm. extremely, probably the most highly rated of the yep. ones they do. Sure. Uh, JN said, smooth raspberry and fruit notes, really nice. My first evil twin brew. And from the picture he put up, he got a full growler of this. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> nice. They, they tend to do those things in the States more than here, I think, is like there's a lot of these, you know, barrel-aged Russian Imperial Stout drinking crazed people that, yeah, I mean, it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could handle that much of it. Well, well, one of the things if you did, if you just if you got a growler of an imperial stout here, it'd be stupidly mm. expensive. Yeah, it'd absolutely. Cost you like a million dollars. Marissa K, salty raspberries in a good way. Four out of five. Yeah. Yep. Jacob A, um, <coughs> coffee chocolate covered raspberries. Yummy. Can I get the coffee? <laughs> <laughs> James R, at as is NYC. Chocolate cake with raspberry drizzle. Light alcohol on the nose. Ni- nicer on the palate. Luscious sugar masks the alcohol. 748316. Why? <laughs> <laughs> and then he gave it 3.75. He just wrote 7.4.3. 748316 after that I, might be some kind of reference to something that we don't know about. Oh, yeah, because Brendan C below that dry, chalky, alcohol warming with very faint fruit 737314. That must maybe is the oh, bottle, bottle number, bottle number? Uh, yeah, okay, oh. yep. Ben, can you find a number? Mm, not unless it's the barcode yeah. anyway. on the bottom, the base of it. Uh, this one, old AD. Umami, great word to say with a Yinza accent. I don't know what a Yinza Does that have accent a number? is. Yeah. No number. If only we had a tool that would like tell us what a Yinza accent was. <laughs> we'll, we'll let Carl do that. Uh, Derek <laughs> D at Smoke Break. Black appearance with lasting beige foam. Salty, savoury aroma with raspberry. Excellent balance of sweet, salty, and savoury. Four and a half out of the bottle. All right, give me one more, people. Uh, I've got one. Uh, a guy called Jeff, not me, because I don't comment on things. Like we all, we all know that. Um, pretty sweet, lots of raspberry. The flavour just doesn't come together. Not boozy at all for the ABV though. Why do I buy this stuff? Question mark. Three point two five. 
I thought, it was, I thought it'd be good to just put it's a, a uh, weird comment, yeah. a weird and negative it, it, comment it, up there. It, it seems like a rant with himself. <laughs> Why do I buy this stuff? What am I doing with my life? Well, I mean, you know, like, I think you should question. Like, if, if this is if this is mm. where you're at, you should question your your choices mm. in life. Mm. So I think it's important. But maybe you can just do that. You can just internalize that. Just have that mm. internal dialogue rather than putting it up on the internet. But whatever. Yeah. That's yeah. The, the beauty of Untapped is that you know, comments. There's mm. really no filter on that. It's like, no, what do you no. want to say? Just say what you're thinking. Half the people are it's pretty a safe pissed. Space. So, <laughs> well, that's right. I mean, you're pissed already. Just when what you're comments you got? <laughs> just, just write what, write your ramblings. You know. Correct. Well, so I found out what a Yinza accent is. It's a Pittsburgh accent. Ah, yeah. There you go. That's still, I still don't know what that is, but no. at least we know what it is now. Yeah. After the podcast, we can all you know look up YouTube videos of people from, from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh talking. Yeah. Yep. All right. <laughs> but, all right, what do we think about this? Um, I think it's a 4.25. I yeah, I mean, I really like it. I like raspberry and I like chocolate and I like stouts. So it's not the best stout I've had, but... Mm. I think yeah. I rated the same time as you because it came up and I did the same thing. 4.25 for me, like, it's it's slightly nudges 4 for me just because I think the quality and the, the fruit balance in, in that um, is, is mm. pretty special, but... It's maybe lacking just that high end of the fours mm. where mm. it brings out some of the more intense flavours. Yeah, I think it's a four. I mean, for me, I think it's just not quite... There's not enough sort of body or depth to this beer for me like to rate it any higher than that. I mean, it's really nice, but mm. I think it's just, yeah, it's not... Um, yeah, mm. doesn't quite shoot the lights out. Wilson? I'm liking the, the flavour combination. Um, I think it gave it a 4.25. I, I like the, the flavour, the... It hides the booze really well. Mm. I'm going with the four just because I don't taste the biscotti in that. Ooh. Like, yeah. where is the almond? Yeah. Yep. Where's the biscuit? That's just that was one of the comments, yeah. wasn't mm. it? So it loses all. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. But I'm, four is still works for me. I'm going to four as well. It's it, it does have that. I agree with Jeff. It does have that certain thinness to it. Um, mm. I can't quite put my finger on no, the, I agree. the better term than that. Doesn't like, you know, that feeling with a really complex Imperial Stout, mm. particularly mm. Barrel Age 1, um, after you've taken that sip, it kind of like you, there's a creaminess in your mouth. It feels like it's been, yeah, you just get that full intense flavour that rushes through. It doesn't have that. Right, so we have an issue with the yes. Yeah, I had a feeling you were going to say that. Mm-hmm. How, do we, how, do we, how do we resolve this? Um, Who's got a coin? I've got a coin. <laughs> But can't we can't we like agree on an adjustment? No, no, no. no. <laughs> we're, we're not going to agree. Is that not how it works? Wait, so we like can't that. go four point one two five. Greg from Untapped, if you're listening. All right. Uh, so let's say tails is four point two five. Sheds is four. Yeah. Fine. Why not? Fine. Right. And the answer is heads. Four. Four. Four star beer. Yeah. Easy. Sorry, Evil Twin. And I think we should move on to more Evil Twin. And because we keep our promises, here is our second Evil Twin beer. And the label is a little more in, more interesting this time around. Um, what is it? Um, just because the bottle's in front of me. The, it's the Imperial Mexican Biscotti Cake Break. Which is a lot of words. It's a lot of words. It's not as many words as that two old beer that oh, had, um, yeah. like, every, I think it had every word. Like, yeah. it had both Trump's best words and <laughs> shittier words as well. It was just, <laughs> like, oh, it was ridiculous. Goddamn um, Anyway, so this beer is an imperial stout ale with coffee, cinnamon, almonds, cocoa nibs, vanilla, and habanero peppers. Product of the USA. It, it also has um, unicorn tears, um, <laughs> um, I have newt. Uh, sugar and spice, yeah, yeah. all things nice. Oxy- yeah. It's definitely got oxytocin. It can't not have oxytocin. I mean, like yeah. it's you know, that'd be ridiculous if it didn't. Uh, yeah, so but, there it is. So has everyone had a sip? Yes, I yes. have. No, um, yeah. mm, this is it's good. This is fucking good. Yeah. And this is why I'm glad I left myself like outside <laughs> yeah. room after the previous beer. Oh, there, yeah. so. there's what we were mm. yeah, thinking. This is what was yeah, that's kind that, of missing. That, that missing mouthfeel that 
Yeah, that like roasty, like liquid chocolate Mm. thing. It actually does taste quite complex. Mm. It does. But yeah, yeah, liquid, like, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, like a hot chocolatey kind of sort of, yeah, flavor to it. Like, yeah. Pretty well balanced as well. Like, not finding it that hot, which I kind of like. I don't Mm. really like chili Mm. and beers. But I'm also getting a lot of the cinnamon as well. Mm. Cinnamon. When they get the chili, like that spice rye Mm. in these sorts of beers, it's. Just it adds like a, a herbal sort of layer to it, mm, rather mm. than it being just like you know, yeah, um, ass burningly hot. Yeah, yeah. ass burningly hot. That is, that's <laughs> pretty hot, man. I mean, you know, it's like <laughs> no, not just hot, <laughs> ass burningly hot. Yeah, we, we just had a conversation about, about ass burningly hot during the break, family. It's, uh, it's a terrible, terrible journey. It's, it's not what you want. It's not what you want. So, um, people have untapped up. What are they saying? Others saying about it. And I'm hoping they say not aspenly hot. <laughs> it was Jeff S. in Brooklyn, Connecticut. There's, um, a, there's a Brooklyn in Connecticut? There's Wait, probably a Brooklyn in all 50 states. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a Brooklyn here. There's a Brooklyn there? here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, there um, is. Smooth coffee, dark chocolate, a touch of heat and a touch of spice. Well mm. balanced. 4.5. Radio silence. It's all silence. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I can say another one if you want. No, no, no. Uh, I got one. I got one. JKM. Uh, not as much heat, more from the habanero, but uh, tasty brownie like finish. Perfect for a dessert to end the night. Uh, Heather H. Boozy and chocolatey. I don't feel any heat from the peppers. Hmm. 3.25 though. That's, uh, wow. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's super low. <laughs> that's really low. There's actually quite a few low ratings for this beer. I think this must be one of those just polarizing ones. I think the, uh, okay. the flavour combination, um, you know, every single one of those flavour additions there could could bother people. Yeah. Um, and in my opinion, it works in harmony, but I think, like, some people might want it hotter, mm. some people might want mm. more of one thing, less yeah. of another. Um, the and, proper chilli heads. Yeah, absolutely. I look, fair enough, like, spice is nice, mm. but... Yeah, mm-hmm. and, you know, each, each of their own. I mean, I think I think as long as you're not saying like I don't like stouts, two point five, mm-hmm. in which case you can fuck off. But if you don't, <laughs> yeah. if you're not saying that, then, then that's fine. Yeah. Like if, if you if you are into stouts but you legitimately don't like flavor combination, mm. then that's entirely your choice. So I mean, you're wrong, but it's your choice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what so else we got? Eric H had it at Captain Jack's. He gave it uh, four. He didn't put a comment, but someone commented on his post. <laughs> said, what the fuck kind of name is that? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that is the joy of Untapped. I like this one. Kaylee H at the Beer Temple. 2017 smells like pepper and acetone. Tastes like coffee first, pepper burn at the end, some cinnamon spices rounding it out, but not dominant, 4.5. And then uh, Mike has commented... <laughs> I take back everything I ever said about the beer temple. Incredible beer lineup. <laughs> Kaylee said, you said bad things about the beer temple with like a shocked face emoji. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Mike says, based on the beers you drank there, nope, never. And then Kaylee said, but, but to be fair, Degard was a pity beer for me from the bartender because I'm missing, missing the share next Saturday. Like, sick face. Right. Yeah, this, this is quite a <laughs> cool like Degard beers. Soap opera-esque um, narrative right. going on there. And the uh, beer temple is in Chicago, so um, we'll have to tell our friend. Yeah, if yeah. He, well, if he listens, we should not tell him. Yeah, and we'll find out. And we'll find out if he listens based on whether we get a message next oh, so week. That's yeah. why, why I never, like, whenever my partner asks me about some stuff that I've said in the past, I was like, hey, man, you can listen to the podcast. If you don't listen, like, I think I disclose. Like, we like, need them listeners. That's right. I think I disclose, like, the the location of like mm. her surprise birthday dinner or something mm. on the podcast like well yeah. oh if, yeah you did too if yeah. you knew if you listened you would know so don't ask me I've already said it <laughs> it's where people dump their yep. secrets 3173 North Elston Avenue Chicago Illinois um, was that um, where the the weekend away was yeah that's where our friend <laughs> yes both the same, yeah. conveniently yeah. the same place it's weird right I know. how odd uh, Evan F at Growler House great stout smooth chocolatey boozy Wait, was goodness. that called Grail House Growler house. Because oh, I was hoping it was a grail house and it was like um, an ale house cousin. No, no, growler house, unfortunately. Uh, Grace South, smooth, chocolatey, boozy goodness, 4.25 off draft. Alrighty. Um, let's wheel this around. What do we think about it? What do we think about it? I really like it. It reminds me of the, uh, the chili heavy water from Beaver Town. That Alex oh, that had on. That. that was amazing. Um, yeah, a while ago. 
because it's got that that like little bit of chili but that dry cocoa mm. that I love in stouts yeah mm. and yeah getting that little bit of coffee the like kind of almond sneaking through it's hitting all the flavors that I expect to see in this mm. Mm. Yeah. where yep. we're sort of missing them from the last beer mm. uh, I'm gonna give it a 4.5 Whoa. Yeah, I'm I'm down with that. Yeah, I think I think this is one of those weird situations. It's like I'm giving it a four point two five, but then it's like it's clearly better than the last yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. I've done the same thing. It's that I feel like maybe I'm um, backpedaling on the last. Maybe one, the thinking last one I should have downgraded to a four. But yeah, and then this is a four point two five. That's the problem with the rating system. Sometimes you kind of think, well, hang on. You need to reevaluate your. Because I'm thinking rating. Bourbon no, County. This is the problem with human mind. <laughs> the rating system is fine. Because okay. I'm thinking some of the Bourbon County barrel stouts. I have. Yeah, I know. That's, I know. Like, well, that's why. That's why I can't go that high because yeah. those Bourbon yeah. the Bourbon Counties we had, they were. That's where it was reaching the 4.5, and to me, this is like not quite that level. However, goddamn delicious and and in its own right, yeah. such a good beer. So interesting. So I had it on draft at the Ginger Man on the 14th of September. And I gave it 4.25. Said, does what the New York Ginger Man? New York Ginger Man, yep. Says, does what it says on the box, slight nut tartness, Mexican biscuit flavours. So, which is interesting. I can't taste any tartness to this. Mm. No, no tartness whatsoever. And I remember that was noticeable when I had it on draft, like Mm. really noticeable. Yeah. So, yeah, still a 4.25, still does what it says on the box, but certainly no tartness. So, yeah, bottle and draft are definitely different. Oh, oh no, no! Sorry, you know you go, Ben. No, that's right. I was just say yeah, it's well balanced. Um, like all the flavors are, yeah, work well together. Um, I'm gonna go four and a half. D- do you have your? No, I was just gonna say a friend of mine just commented on a photo I just posted on Beer Thread. Oh. Uh, Nick Fong, and he just said how the adjuncts holding up. And to me, I think like it's tasting the way I believe they probably intended intended it to. So perhaps um, with some of these bottles. Um, mm. By the time people are drinking them, um, some of those flavours aren't sitting where they need to be or whatnot, so that could be a problem. But I reckon, yeah, it's, it's pretty damn good. Um, we she had another bottle. <laughs> I, I, I echo a lot of people, so they don't know where the balance, where the average balance is at here, but it's a 4.5 for me. The, it's like one of my favourite combinations of flavours. Mm. It just makes me happy. Yeah. I think that just gives us a four and a half, actually, so it's oh. 42. So, yeah, because you, yep. you, me, Kyle, Ben. Yep. Boom. Oh, yeah. All right. We have one more beer to drink. And so, you know how we said we had two beers, uh, three beers? Well, there's this third beer. And it is, okay, the label is, le- is less interesting, but there are so many words on there. What is it? Um, so it's the Imperial Biscotti Bourbon Maple Syrup Barrel Aged Beer. Uh, it's Imperial Porter aged in bourbon flavored maple syrup barrel. Bourbon flavored maple syrup. Maple syrup yeah. barrels with bourbon flavor. That's that work? that's weird. So well, I'm guessing that were maybe bourbon barrels that had that, maple in them, mm-hmm. and uh, now this is kind of the next. The thing not, that's been there's probably not a, maple barrels that have bourbon. In we might be able to get to the bottom of that. Descriptor mm. and find out what the yeah, what's that's, actually happened. That's, that's there weird, right? That's that's a weird that's a weird description of the uh, yeah barrel, and it's also a porter, which like which goes to a question mm. that someone should have asked earlier but didn't, which is uh, you know someone said what's the difference between a porter and a stout? Jeff, I, I just want to say that label goes with what you're wearing. Mm. Like, <laughs> Where's the beer? Just to clarify, Jeff's Jeff wearing like a long sleeve mm. kind of uh, orange top with a Red top over it with the with black artwork, and this is kind of all those colours in a yeah. sort of a yeah. in a what do you call it like a diamond kind of. Hey man, I like to dress for the occasions. Yeah. Like I, it's like I looked up the beer in advance. It just went like, how can I dress like this beer? <laughs> so it's it's that sort of dedication that we expect from this um, podcast. It is. It's also a stout on on tap though. I'm sure. Is it? Does it say? Porter well, it says it definitely says Imperial Porter, but I mean, mm-hmm. I guess Imperial Porter Stout. There's a fine mm-hmm. line there. Yeah. I mean, I, once you chuck the word Imperial in front of it, like I, yeah. I really don't think there's that much difference between yeah. Imperial Porter and Imperial Stout. No, mm. Have, totally. From looking on Great Beer, there seems to be a Stout version and a Imperial Porter version. Oh, oh really? Fuck, so. <laughs> oh, wow. So, may, so okay. maybe the first time it, they did it, it was a Stout, and they realized wow. that. It worked it's better. A, the, the, I feel like this story okay. ends of like, 
And then there's also a um, uh, there's an IPA version. Of which <laughs> yeah, that's I, right. There's there's, <laughs> yeah. there's there's a Goza version yeah, even, yeah. like the Imperial Goza bourbon barrel aged maple syrup. The bourbon <laughs> bourbon golden syrup barrel aged, you know. Well, from having a sip, I can see a potential argument for why it would be a porter instead of a stout, in that it's quite thick. It's a bit mm. Hello. And if, and if that was Jeez. a if that was a stout, yeah. <laughs> But then bourbon can yeah, be yeah, out. Mm, exactly. also thick. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, there's so many fires starting here. That's epic. Mm. That's. Um. All right. Let's let's talk about what other people are saying, and then we can try and solve our own conjecture. Okay. So um. So Paul Christoph oh. said, definitely the best of the three sampled today. Thick, syrupy, maple, well balanced, delicious. Four and a half. Wait, wait. Is that a different Paul Christoph? I'm pretty sure it's the Paul Christoph <laughs> I'm looking at right now. <laughs> Um, TW said, holy cloying sweetness, Batman. 1.75. Wow, okay. Holy, <laughs> holy fuck. But Sean G said, have you had the maple, is it Jesus or Jesus? I don't actually know which mm. it's meant to be. And he responded, I have. I love the Jesus series. The Biscotti series is good, but not near as good as the Jesus series. But 1.75, that is saying that it's a shit beer. Mm. Chris S, it's sweet. Thin and easy, easy drinkable for such high ABV. Barrel is there, but very slight. That's on me, by the way. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like that's thick, and like the the bourbon mm. is really prominent in in the mm. beer. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Jared S said a little buttery and maple, smooth bourbon hint, close to a Goose Island, but missing something. I think it's a little too sweet. Four point two five. As in the Goose Island Midway. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, yeah, the one that's brewed by CUB. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That all makes sense now. There's a battle over yeah. it. Like, you know, it's fine. Sitter H. You can only taste the maple in the aftertaste. Solid beer, but doesn't add too much to an already great original aside from price. Four stars. Michael T. Pours a dark tan head. Bourbon on the nose. Complex mix of bourbon, coffee, and maple syrup throughout the palate. Long, boozy finish. Four out of five. Mm. Mm. I agree with all of that, except... Probably the rating. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Hundred percent. I think all of. I think that description is yeah. that beer. Hundred percent. That man is like. Yeah, but that guy is not appreciating what he's drinking. Or maybe he's just got very high standards. I mean, like you know, yeah. like it's uh, maybe his living Christoph in the scale, states. His know. Christoph scale is a two and a half or something. Like, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> living in the states, though, you've got to kind of pay respect to some of these people. Have beers that we probably mm. might not ever get, and. Yeah. Sometimes our scale's based on what we've had and what we understand. And over yeah. there, they're drinking some of the most ridiculous mm. rarities you could ever have. And mm. so their scale mm. drops down a notch. And yep. Yep. They're cool. That's, that's very true. I find when you go to America, you actually have to readjust your scale. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, yeah. You're like, oh, these aren't kind of what we were talking about. You get all these yeah. beers that are all of a sudden rating between four and five. You're like, yeah, oh, absolutely. No, when, when we're rating Australian beers and we're going, oh, okay, this is the best sort of IPA I've had from an Aussie brewer doing this and you rate it four and a half and then you sort of think well in the States hang on I just had one that's like trumps that and then I had another that trumps that it's like where where's the room why do well, you keep saying Trump <laughs> <laughs> well I think the, the New England IPA is the perfect example after trying why some of those order? New England IPAs in yeah. New York oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking the yeah. best you know no disrespect to the Aussie brewers that are doing them but the best one I've had here would It'll be a 3.5 yeah. in America. Oh, yeah. Like, it's 100%. nowhere near. No, I know. That's the trouble. And, like, you know, uh, I think we both went to Cellamaker. You go to Cellamaker and you get a few beers and you're like, every one of these is, like, at a different level. Other yeah. half's the same. Mm-hmm. And, unfortunately, it's just we've got room to grow in that area. Yeah. So We're an engine that's getting started. Yeah. Mm. Um, Sven, on the 18th of September, pour this brew over your pancakes. Smooth, sweet, and strong. <laughs> if you like your breakfast stouts thick, this beer is for you. Wow. Five stars. Mm. Wow. Uh, crispy, mm, sweet maple, sugary maple toffee notes, never gets too sweet, holds to finish, light bready hints with cocoa, I could chug this bottle. I hope you did. Yeah. You probably didn't post anything else that night. No. <laughs> no, that was a, yeah, that was a journey down. I mean, that was chugging. September 29. He might still be past that now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, give me Matt, a few more. Matt's K at... Himmery Git. The missus likes it too. It's quite fucking amazing. 4.75. That's pretty awesome. Bill K. Only acceptable use for maple syrup. 4.5. No. <laughs> I don't know. That seems like it's a point to end, I reckon. That's, that, that's pretty much summarises. In that case, then, what do we think about this? 
this is easily a 4.5. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I mean, well, Jeff read out my rating, mm. but it's fantastic. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think four and a half is like, yep, yeah, definitely. I can't, I, yeah, I can't really, I, I don't think I can give it 4.75, but. I think 4.75 is really difficult unless mm. you are literally sort of on cloud nine with the beer. I think mm. this beer is, is reaching, like I, I went 4.5, um, absolutely loving it. Um, we'll savor every sip of it. You'd have to maybe be, I think, a bit thicker and a bit less sweet. Yeah, that would make mm. it a four point seven five. Yeah, but then again, it's one of those things is because it's you know palate dependent. Again, coming back to that, it's like you know some people might prefer it mm. sweeter. Mm. But I agree with you on that um, on that description. So Wilson, yeah, four point five for me as well. Loving it. Four point five. Yeah, I'm on four point five as well. The the length of the the flavor after you take your mm. sip like mm. i had my first sip as we started and it wasn't until you asked what we thought like i could still taste the <laughs> yeah. first sip i'd had <laughs> um jeff have you yeah 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 four and a half it's been a long beer <laughs> um as I'm described <laughs> like it is. yeah it's working um, I, i'm good 4.5 as well yep. like there's no way i can give it and under that i'm glad we left it for last because yep. the intensity of the flavors um i don't want to say trumps but definitely i just want to see your face but it's definitely more intense and more kind of in your face and longer lasting mm. than the other two i think it's the pick of the bunch Mind you, the Mexican biscotti cake was yeah, pretty damn I did delicious. Love Mexican. That had a dessert beer kind of vibe to mm, it that was mm. amazing. And the label is cool as fuck. Absolutely. You also want to try that now, that Mexican cake, yeah. the one that the variant one. that got is averaging four point eight four. From mm-hmm. Westbrook, yeah. Absolutely. Westbrook, yeah, well that's all I've yeah. I've never had a Westbrook, like Westbrook beer. Yeah. Nor have I. Um definitely one we can if Westbrook are listening, send over some samples if you want and we'll uh <laughs> Um, we'll, we'll do our best. Westbrook, get in touch. So, we, I think that's 4.5, obviously. Yep. Um, we have, this has been a very special episode. Um, we have been the Brunswick Beer Collective, and we should finish up for now. So, this week we have been joined by Jeffrey Chi. Good evening. Leon Perkin. Farewell. Carl Campbell. So long. Paul Christoph. Bon voyage. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I got to go first. Yeah. <laughs> Wilson. Till next time. Ooh. Ooh. And we'll talk to you all next week.